You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brand Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as is always, is Todd Stark. It's good to be back. And joining us for our return is a first-time guest of the show. I met this guy my first year at TwitchCon. Uh, didn't know him beforehand, but got to know him and uh, never forgot him since. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Please welcome Chaos. Welcome. Hello, everybody. It's nice to meet you guys. Good to be on the show. So, uh, how you been today? Oh, I've been good. You know, just... The usual battle with the summer heat in Texas, but nothing major. Oh yeah, obviously. Uh, we're we're almost <laughs> getting out of the summer months. We've had a, a nice day or two around here, so uh, maybe it's coming to an end. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, the next three or four months, eventually winter will come, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like fall myself. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It's it's uh, nice and mild and uh, comfortable. Yeah, that's the thing. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Chaos, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, I, uh, I'm i 30 years old now, so, you know, I still stream. I don't think there's really an age limit to streaming, honestly. It's all about the audience, you know. Mm-hmm. If, if people like you, they're going to watch you no matter what age you are. You know, sure. They're going to like you for your content and everything, rather than thinking you're too old for something. I've seen people much older than me that are very <laughs> successful at streaming, so... Right. It's, it's all just about your energy. So I've only been streaming, well, I've been streaming for a little bit over a year now, but I'm not really going to count my year until uh, until my year affiliate anniversary because I really didn't start seriously streaming until after then. Sure. And to be honest, I can't remember when I first streamed. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the easiest way to do it. Right. Now, what actually got you into streaming in general to, to really kind of put yourself out there? To be honest, it's probably after a couple of my local friends here started streaming, and through them is actually how I met the Epic community. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know Sanmaru12, Lala. She's yep. she's an amazing woman. She streams. She uh, she doesn't do it so often now because of health reasons and work, but. Through her, I met so many people that came into her chat, and actually the very first person from Epic I met was um, Deeper Butters, now Chillin' Rexy. Mm-hmm. And she basically was like, hey, I have this cool group, and that's how I met everybody else in Epic. And that's when I was like, this is a lot of fun. Like, meeting all of these people, just even just by being in chat or something for, from streaming. So I was like, maybe I could try it myself and just you know they have all these amazing communities maybe i could add myself to this and and see what kind of people i could attract and and what kind of friends i could make right now where where do you where did your name uh, chaos hand 56 come from like where did that originate that came from my 11 year old self because nobody else had it i to be honest i can't even remember exactly why i thought of the name i think i was just like hey this sounds kind of (laughs) cool 
And the 56, <laughs> uh, a lot of people ask me about that. I, you know, I, I'm pretty into computers and everything, so, uh, you know, the, usually the memory sizes, everything go like 256, 512, 1024. But I was like, 256 is too long. That's too many words. So let's just put the 56 on the end there. And that's how that was born. And nobody's taken it since, so it's kind of just stuck. <laughs> that's pretty good. Got lucky on that one, I'd say. <laughs> oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed that on your stream, you actually play a lot of older titles. You kind of got a retro theme going on. Was that something you wanted to do from the beginning, or is it just something that happened? It's something I kind of wanted to do from the beginning, because honestly, when I first got into to Twitch, you know, you have your retro streamers and everything, but a lot of people, like, when I first got on there, the very first thing I saw, because you go onto Twitch and it shows, like, the top games was League of Legends, and I'm not... I'm not a big fan of MOBAs or anything like that. I can watch some people who play them, but only if I really like that specific person. Right. But I just thought, you know, I, I don't want to play an oversaturated game, especially a game that I don't enjoy. So I was like, you know what? I really love, like, all the titles that I grew up with. So I figured if I play those, I'm going to be a lot more interested in them and be a lot more energetic and be able to interact better with people, you know? Rather than playing a game you hate and just being kind of like, I just want to get this over with and feeling like, the thing is people can tell, especially when you're on camera, they can tell when you're just not having a good time. And they don't, they don't really like seeing that because most of them, you know, they're your friends and everything. They want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. So Now, I also notice, and uh, anyone who uh, watches you should know by now that you do cooking streams on Sunday. Now, where did where did that idea come from? Like, I know that people had been doing them, but what what got you into wanting to do that? It was an idea that I was tossing around actually with a uh, a couple of my moderators when I was starting out because I didn't really start getting into the cooking stream until probably about the beginning of the year. But I, I talked. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do this because you know I like to cook. Mm -hmm. And I figure it might be nice. Like, I wasn't sure how many people do cooking streams. When I looked at it, there's actually quite a few. But I was like, you know what? I kind of want to just, like, make my own take on that. Just Right. And, and part of the thing is um, I'll either make things that I find or if my viewers or one of my mods finds a recipe and they're like, hey, try this. I'm like, okay. Like, I might as well give it a go because I want people to know that, I mean, anybody can cook if you try. You sure. Know, a yeah. lot of people think – you have the stigma where, you know, women should be better at cooking and men should just be better at, like, everything else, pretty much. But it's like, it's just, anybody can do anything, mm -hmm. really. It's just having the mindset to do so. I mean, a lot of the stuff that you cook up, I noticed that you'll also post them on Instagram and stuff like that, the dishes and whatnot. And they, I mean, they look fantastic. Mm -hmm. I want to eat them, you know, as soon as I see <laughs> it, because it looks so good, so... I mean, do, do you actually try to encourage other people to try this, or have you considered that in your stream? Like, not not doing a cooking stream in general, but say, hey, this is the recipe that I'm doing. You can do it, too. Here's this for you. Yeah, and that's actually something I need to get back on, because when I first started doing the cooking stream, I would always, if I looked up the recipe or if somebody else had the recipe, I have a, a channel in my Discord where I'd always post whatever I cooked that week, and I'd be like, hey, this turned out really good, so you could try it. Or this didn't turn out so great, but it's probably because I just didn't measure things right. So you could always give it a try and see if, hey, maybe you can make something. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be all mine. I, and I know. never cook anything. 
But I mean, that's that's good. That encourages people to try what they see, not just to say, oh, hey, I just want to see if I can do it just as well as he or better, but mm-hmm. it looked good. I want to try that too. Where's the recipe so I can try it? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I like that idea. That's That's a really good idea. Now, are there any challenges that you face as a streamer, whether it be personally, professionally, any kind of things like that that you struggle with or even have problems with on stream? Uh, probably the only thing I have problems with on stream is just my attention span. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I have never been, you know, diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, but if, if anybody who watches <laughs> my stream knows that I will get distracted by things. Like, I should probably just turn off my phone while I'm doing it, because if I hear something, I'll be like, wait, something's going on. <laughs> or, you know, I, there's been a couple of times, and I don't really mind, but my mom would call me in the stream, and it, the funny thing is she usually calls me on Tuesday, which is when I play horror games. And I'll have that, you know, coming out on the TV, and she's just like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm just... Straight. And people have gotten used to her calling, because they'll be like, hi, Chaos's mom. And she'll be like, hi, everybody. <laughs> so it's just... um that's probably the biggest thing is I just need to be more focused. But at the same time, my audience seems to, they, they've kind of gotten used to the fact that they know that if if I notice something, I'm going to get kind of sidetracked. Or I might start <laughs> rambling about something and then I'll like catch myself and be like, okay, let's get back to the game. Because I just realized I've talked about something for 10 minutes that is totally off off topic. So they try to rein you back in, try yeah. to get you back on course. Uh, so last question I have is uh, what have you been playing? Uh, lately? Oh, man. Um, the last thing I've been playing, actually, was uh, No More Heroes. I'm almost done with it. Oh, but uh, mm-hmm. it's just, granted, if you're watching while I, I, I'm fighting certain people, it may seem like I don't enjoy the game because I get a little bit salty, but <laughs> it's it's really a fantastic game. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, I think it's one of the best titles for the Wii because it was just so different, so refreshing yeah you know i mean if you've listened to the show anytime that game gets brought up i get excited because i'll I'll talk about (laughs) it all day i i absolutely agree with what you said one of the best titles Mm -hmm. two probably a little bit higher than that because it fixes all the flaws that the first one had so Mm -hmm. yeah the the series is great i i really want to play part three on the switch but i don't have a switch and I don't. I don't know. I got. I got to wait and see if it's going to be worth buying the Switch for. Yeah. So. No, I understand. Like honestly, I have a Switch. The only reason why I got one is when I was still working at, at Walmart. I managed to be one of the lucky few where the shipment came in, and I was like, "Please put that on layaway, like right now, before the masses figure out that we have Switches again." <laughs> But I'll tell you right now, if you have the money for it and, and the inclination, I highly recommend it. Like, that, like I have the Wii. I love the Wii. I never got the Wii U because I felt like the system never took off very well. Mm-hmm. And it really it kept its value, but I'm not sure why. Like, I don't want to talk crap about it. But it's just like the Wii U, like, it was good that it was HD, but there's so much more they could have done with it. Yeah. But I feel like the Switch, even though it really hasn't been out that long, it's already, I think it's already surpassed the Wii U. Just in titles and in promise and everything. I believe it's 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 going to be great once everything is implemented. Yeah, I was one of the early adopters of the Wii U, and I felt burned. That's why I don't have a Switch. Because yeah. <laughs> when I went and bought that and then nothing was happening, I just mm-hmm. felt... Well, this is the end for Nintendo for me because I'm I'm in a bind here. So I went out and yeah. bought a PS3 and then I never looked back. 
So I've been exactly. on the Sony yeah, team I for know. never since. That, that's me. That's, I'm that's I'm me. a Nintendo and PlayStation fanboy. Like I won't even lie about it. Like some people would come and chat and be like, "Why don't you have an Xbox?" And I'm like, "Eh." Yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> sooner or later they're probably going to have all that stream to the PC, and then I'll play all those titles. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm not rich enough to have every game system ever. Exactly. But just enough money to buy the other ones and not go under and pay my rent. <laughs> For sure. Rent's important. All right, Todd, what have you been playing, buddy? I finished up Far Cry 5. Probably oh, that's, nice. That is my favorite Far Cry. I know a lot of people like hung up on the third one. I really enjoyed this one. I finished it. I, that's, I, I haven't ever finished one. I've played <laughs> a lot of it and never finished it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just I fall short at the end. I, just, I, get, I get my feel of it and I quit. With this one, I just kept coming back and I had to finish it. So. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. and uh, what else did I play? Oh, I played a little bit of Hello Neighbor. Nice. I'm still kind of on the fence on that. I didn't really jump in too much. No. But uh, I think I'm going to just, I think it's going to be something like me and Peyton play together. Fair enough. And then I'll probably be done with it. Mm-hmm. That's Sounds it, good. though. What about you? Still trying to finish up uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, mainly because oh. I took a detour. <laughs> And that's what our review is today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I had a detour for another game because I was like, I just, I want to play this now and then I'll get back mm-hmm. to it. And as far as where I am in the game, I technically, I would say I'm near what would be considered the end, like the mm-hmm. official end of the game. But I looked ahead and it said that there were like 20 more chapters. I'm like, but that's, that's not the end of the game, right? I mean, I, I finished the game here, but all this is extra, so as long as I beat this mission, I officially beat it, right? Yes. Okay, good. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm about three missions away from that. I'm going to beat that, and I'm going to be done. Because I don't need the extra challenges and whatnot. I'm, I've played it enough. I've, I've satisfied my needs. I can see why that game took so long in development. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... There's a lot to there's it. There's so much in it. But... Uh, Outside of that, when I've not been playing that, is I jump back on No Man's Sky, and I gotta say, uh, they've they've stepped it up a lot. I mean, I've I've found myself spending more time on it, especially at times I should be going to sleep. Right. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, just one more thing, one more thing, and I'll take care of that. And before I know it, it's like an hour after I should have went to bed, and I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, so yep. I've gotta stop and and go to bed. But I got you. It's it's a lot more involved now. It doesn't feel bare and empty. Mm-hmm. It feels alive. And there's a lot more to do, whether it be base building or space exploration, the mining and stuff like that, all the stuff that you can do. I don't know. There's just so much more content. It feels more engaging than it did. So mm-hmm. I'm, I've really been into that just off and on, kind of dropping in and out of it. So uh, I'd recommend it if you haven't come back to it or you've never played it. They've got Check it, it out for now. eighteen bucks at game. <laughs> you, you ought to go pick it up. I thought about it the other Think day. about it. Think about it some more. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some news, guys. News. So uh, Gamescom just went down, <laughs> and yeah, I, I kind of have to agree with that sentiment. It didn't feel like there was a lot that came out. I mean, there was a lot, but I Nothing felt like it was a lot of games that we'd heard about. Yeah. Or we'd seen. There really didn't seem to be any kind of big news that just was like, oh my gosh, this is, the, this is everything we've been waiting for for Gamescom this year. It's been more like, oh, okay, like 
for example, I'd say the, the first thing that dropped from Gamescom was the Life is Strange 2 trailer. We got a story trailer for it, so we got to see the, the characters, the protagonists. I was in already, and I'm still in now. I'm, I'm still not quite sure what the story is. Did either of you get kind of a, an idea of what the story might be just from that? Because it seemed like there was some sort of, like an accident, and these two seem like they're on the run because there may be undue repercussions based on what this accident was involving a police officer. Yeah, That's, that's kind of what I gathered from it. So they're just on the run to say, oh, well, crap's gone down. We got we to gotta move. And the, the older brother's trying to take care of his little brother and whatnot. So it didn't yeah. give you a lot, but it gave you enough to kind of get you interested. But they didn't, they mm-hmm. didn't give any kind of indications as how it ties into the Captain Spirit one-off that they did. Ooh. But I'm still curious how that's going to happen. What if it True. deals with his mom? Whose mom? Captain Spirit. Like she's the linchpin of the whole thing? I don't, yeah. What if it, what if it has something to do with that? Hell, that could be the accident. I didn't yeah, even think about that. Yeah. So that could be the accident maybe she was involved in and they happen to be responsible, partly responsible, however you want to look at it. So uh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I okay. Never about that. Here's my question. I haven't seen this trailer, right? Okay. About. I seen the teaser for it where it had the police cam. Mhm. What in like does somebody have superpowers? I didn't see they didn't showcase anybody having superpowers. Did you see that? What I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I did. I did see that. Yeah, I was. But they didn't specify who might have done that. So if we had a guess, I'd say maybe the little boy. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Ah, what if he was in the accident? Could have been. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's got my attention. I'm intrigued. Uh, I'd like to check it out. Uh, we got gameplay trailers for World War Z, kind of showing their their zombie mechanics. I'll be honest with you. I kind of checked out halfway through the trailer. You know, I, I was. <laughs> I love World War Z. I love anything zombies. You know that. I know. So I seen this, and I wa- I felt the same thing. It's not that I feel zombie fatigue at all, nor will I ever. But I was not impressed. I was kind of. It looked I was ugly. Just like meh. Yeah, it looked ugly. Like I'm hoping The Walking Dead's going to be a little better. It looked good, mm-hmm. but I, I trust Overkill. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't do anything for me. Uh, there was a gameplay trailer for Just Cause Four. Showed big uh, tornado riding the tornado or whatever oh the crap. God. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that game's just insane. The whole series is insane. I've I've yet to get to really try it. I think I told you about it, Todd. Where yeah. I, uh, a buddy of mine came over. Uh, for those who know Porter and Ale, George, uh, he's Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he happened to be over. Uh, after a show and, and he said he saw that I had Just Cause 3 on my system and he's like oh have you played that and I'm like no and he's like can you now <laughs> he's like I want you to see this so we played it for about an hour and I was like yeah I'm, I'm into this if I wasn't already hip deep in other games I'd start this up right now so mm-hmm. that's, that's probably next on my list after Spider-Man because there's too not enough time between now in Spider-Man, unless I just took off of work for two weeks, <laughs> which is going to happen. Uh, there was a footage for the Resident Evil 2 remake. I'm so in, oh. just ready for that. That that still kind of gives off a Resident Evil 4 vibe. Y'all still kind of getting that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. I don't know, it feels a lot like Part 2 
but I guess it's just the way everything's kind of rendered yeah, now. Because it they, looks they newer. Mm-hmm. I but, think that's what it feels like mm-hmm. part four. But I did like. I think the developer and they said this probably a few weeks back, where they were trying to make sure that they didn't change the game at all. I mean, granted, it's mm-hmm. changed, but everything that you yeah. remember from the old game is still going to be there. They just have to figure out another way to do it in that same vein. So I was like, that's good. That's cool. You know, you're not Mm -hmm. sacrificing the game that you loved. You're just kind of giving a different perspective on it. But it's still the same game. So I I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was other gameplay trailers for Rage 2, Dying Light 2, Hitman 2, Devil May Cry 5. Uh. We'll see. (laughs) Nothing new. That's what I want to see something new. I mean, these, these were things we've already seen. Uh, there were character announcements for Soul Calibur 6, Brawl Out, Mario Tennis Aces, Dead or Alive 6. Uh, you know? Uh, I did hear uh, Soul Calibur. A few people were, were kind of miffed about that because it seems like a lot of the characters that were in previous games have now become DLC characters, which I think, oh. <laughs> you know, I think they would have figured out from Street Fighter V that that was something that they kind of regretted after because there's a lot of backlash for that. Yeah, that's a kind of a low down thing because that's like putting that's like putting Scorpion behind a paywall for Mortal Kombat. You don't do that. Yeah. He's in the game from the jump, period. You know that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of low down. Uh what else did we get? Uh there was a a how-to trailer, one of the animated uh old style trailers for Fallout 76. Oh, it yeah, shows yeah. you how to make your base or yeah. your camp or whatever. Are you excited for that game? Mm-hmm. I'm still not. I don't know why, but I mean, I like those trailers. I mean, I, I always uh, yeah. found those entertaining with the Fallout 4 stuff, but mm-hmm. I guess the way this game was presented kind of turned me off a little bit. So I'm, uh, I'm waiting to yeah. see until I get a better picture of what the game will be. Because if I feel yeah, like it's going to be the more inclusive, is we still haven't gotten a really clear answer on how the game is going to be presented. If it's going to be truly just straight up online or not, or yeah, they're, they're, they've been kind of flip flopping about that lately. So, and that's 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 where my stance is. I'm just yeah. like I don't I don't know what to to make of it right now. So I'm just kind of like we'll wait and see. I mean, four was yeah. great, but you you got to sell me better. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did we get? There was a we saw a new trailer for the Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, we've been waiting for that game. Yeah, what'd uh, you think? Uh, I'm I'm intrigued. You know, I'd, I'd give it a whirl for the right price. A dollar? Uh, twenty bucks maybe. Yeah, it's at least worth twenty. I maybe. spend twenty on just about any game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but then again, there might be more to it, and I'm selling it short. I don't know. It might be a thirty dollar game. Who knows? It does look gorgeous. So we'll see. I'm not we'll paying see. thirty dollars for it. Okay. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> no one's forcing you to I buy might, it. But I, I might spend $30. Okay. Uh, there were new controllers for the Xbox. Do you, do you want a PUBG Xbox no, One no, controller? No. I'm just sick of controllers. Just the, the one I got's fine. It's like everybody's releasing a controller. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there was a lot that came through the pipeline. I'll be honest with you. I kind of skimmed over it. There didn't seem to be anything just major that came down the pipeline. I feel like this game's calm is just, yeah, just drop your stuff, was, I don't know. I don't want to say it was just basic, but it it was just a bunch of trailers, and I didn't feel like there was anything big that came out. So if there was anything we we were talking about we missed, 
you know, all of you out there listening, you can hit us up on Twitter and argue and tell us what we missed. I wish and they then would we'll respond in kind. Uh, but let's get on to, to, to some other news. Uh, let's see. Amazon actually announced some changes recently concerning Twitch and their pre-order bonuses for video games. First, starting <laughs> September 15th, Twitch Prime subscribers will no longer receive ad-free viewing on Twitch. And sub, sub, some subscribers with monthly and annual subscriptions will actually be given an extension to continue ad-free until their next renewal date. However... And this is where it gets weird. Twitch Turbo members will still be ad-free. Which is odd, considering that their service always seemed less advantageous when you compared the two. So, <laughs> it's... I don't know. I'm not quite sure where this move is going. Twitch commented saying about this move that it, the change will strengthen and expand ad opportunities for creators, allowing more support from the viewers. So... How exactly? Oh no, this must be something Amazon came up with. I'm not sure because I have no idea how ads benefit me in any way other than people like looking at ads for bits. Yeah. That's the only thing I can see unless they like increase the amount you get from that or something. I really don't know. And and for create, I, I guess for viewers to support their creators in that manner, shouldn't you earn bits if every time an ad shows up? Ad so shows you can, up? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm not quite sure where this is going. They didn't even say they were going to do that, but yet all the other things that come with Twitch Prime are still going to be in place. It's just now you have to look at ads. But if you're a Turbo member, you don't get all those Prime perks, but you can be ad-free. So it's like they're making you choose one or the other, which yeah. I can't, or both for that matter. So it's like, well, if you yeah, want... And, and it's like, but you're already paying. If, if you have Twitch Prime, obviously you have Amazon Prime because that's how you get Twitch Prime. And not only are they taking away the ad-free viewing, but I mean, a couple of my friends, I talked to them, and they didn't realize that Amazon Prime had actually gone up in price over yeah. the past year. In May, it went from $100 a year to 120 And then mm -hmm. they do this, and I'm like, but you just made people pay more for your service, but you're taking something away? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the numbers yeah. aren't adding up to mm -hmm. the way they're doing it. They're just sounding greedy at this point, and I think a lot of people agree. Yeah. A lot of the backlash yeah. has been about that. So, and to further extend their greed, in a way, uh, Amazon also removed their 20% discount offer on all pre-orders for video games in exchange now for store credit to act as an incentive to pre-order. So, mm -hmm. if you want the store credit, they never even specified how much store credit you're going to get. Hmm. So, say oh. you get... $10 worth of store credit for a $60 game that you buy. So to even get a free mm -hmm. game, it would take you six games before you even got that. It's almost like they're saying, yeah. we'll take all your money now and give you some later. Mm -hmm. Instead so, of 20% off the top. I don't really see how that... Mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to be doing that because I don't really buy games on Amazon. Unless it's either. like a desperate attempt for scrounging for a, a very cheap title, but... I never do, but that change goes into effect on August 28th for all of you who are big fans of ordering off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. All right, are we ready for some quick hits? Love quick hits. I missed quick hits. It's been so long since I had a quick hit. Well, we've got a few, and uh, some of these are actually old, but I felt like they were worth talking about. It's still Just, like the first time, though. Yeah. 
So it's it's new to us. Uh, and mm-hmm. listeners, if you don't listen to your, if you actually get your gaming news from us completely, thank you, thank you so much. And we we're we don't sorry. want to disappoint you. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now the first one I got is there were characters uh, announced for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We had King K. Rule from Donkey Kong Country, Simon mm-hmm. and Richter Belmont from the Castlevania series, Chrome from Fire Emblem Awakening and Dark Samus from Metroid Prime. And uh, all these were announced, plus there was a mention of the Rathalos from Monster Hunter that will appear as a boss and as a assist trophy. Nice. That's pretty cool. From what I've heard, they've really nailed it on this Smash Brothers. I love Smash Brothers. That's another one of those titles that would be a definite purchase should I get a Switch. That's not going to be one of those like, "Ah, should I? No. And again, and again, this is where I felt like Nintendo kind of screwed me over with the Wii U version is because I bought it there, and they had so many characters behind the paywall. Costumes mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I mean, it literally, if you wanted the characters that you purchased for the Wii, and then you had the 3DS version, which I also had, there was no cross-buy there. That's it's like, if you wanted yeah. them on both... You had to buy them essentially as a package together. And if you really added up the amount of money you were going to spend on all of this, if you bought everything combined on both systems, it would be like essentially buying two more copies of those games. I remember you talking about that. ridiculous. He was pissed for a week. Yeah, Yeah, because it was just like, (laughs) you can't... I mean, it's funny because there was an article that I read today from Miyamoto who was like, who was essentially saying, you know, microtransactions and paywalls. He's like, you you can't nickel and dime people together. I'm like, but your company has done that. (laughs) You know? But you just did that. Yeah. You've done that. So maybe they've learned or maybe I understand that he possibly did not have any kind of say in that. So that's not his fault. But again, the idea is known. I, it just it was terrible. So hopefully they won't make that mistake again in this game. Uh, there was also the uh, shutdown of the Elite Pro membership program at GameStop. So you're a GameStop guy. What what does that mean for you? Which which tier was it? The uh, Elite membership. Elite. I have Elite Pro. They're getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Shutting it down. No more. That's the upper tier, right? Yeah. That's the one I got. Yeah, why'd they get rid of it? I don't know. They just said they're getting rid of it. So, uh, I guess huh. you're not going to have that anymore. <laughs> no, that pisses well, me off. I wanted to know what you thought about it. I don't like it. I, okay, I get well. all my games from GameStop. <laughs> I got a ton of money from that. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> Shut my, up. Microsoft said that the Forza Horizon team is working on something big. Forza Horizon, the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how many Forzas there are at this point. It's I just wish like they'd stop. Yeah. It's that one good game they got along with a few other good games and they're like, we just keep popping them out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shinmu 3 got a release date of August 27th, 2019. Mm. Oh, I was going to say August 27th. That's Monday. No, 2019. Yeah, no, it's like that's soon, but yeah. No, well, you got to wait a year. Well, I mean, it's, it's sooner than ever, right? You know? mm-hmm. Well, we've seen it, what, two years ago? Uh, Was it? <laughs> Was it yeah, two it's years? about that, yeah. So, hey, at least it's happening. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They've still got a year to shut it down. Uh, God of War released a new game plus mode this week. Have you tried it yet? I have oh. not. That's the. Th- I think I'm going to jump into that. 
That or Dead Cells? I would probably recommend Dead Cells from what I've heard. I, no, yeah, I, I, I think they're both good. I, I loved it. I need to play more of it and get better at it. But it's—I I just love how smooth everything is in that game. That's what I've heard. A lot of the things about it have been controls are tight, and it's mm-hmm. just—it's a great gameplay experience. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to playing it. I've heard that the uh, God of War is—it uh, makes it feel like a new game. So well, that's why. Give it a go. Give I, it. I believe I am, and I'm going to tell you about it next week. Okay. Good. Is that okay with you? That's fine. That's perfectly okay. fine. But I'm going to tell at some point. I'm going to do that too. Okay, good. God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean uh, hell's freezing over because Ubisoft said there will be no new Assassin's Creed game next year. I think they're going to do oh. two year, do two years off a year, two years off a year. I well, think they that's should. what they're going to start doing. They should. They need to give it a break. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 will actually feature a series recap at the beginning. So, thank God. What is it? A series recap of all the story. Of what? Because there's a lot. Kingdom Hearts. That Three. game is oh so complicated. Like, yeah. I love the game, but the story is... It it I goes off the rails it's when you get into all the side games and stuff like that. It's like, what yeah. is going on here? So, uh, Capcom said it's open to a Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake. And I kind of translate that as... We're doing it. If the money is good for the re- two remake, then yeah, we'll do three. I think they're already doing and it. And I'm pretty sure it's it's going to be really good because, I don't know, two is my personal favorite. Yeah. I think a lot of people really enjoyed two quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, <laughs> uh, Supermassive Games trademarked the term or the name Shattered State, which leads to speculation of... What are they doing? I don't know. You think uh, maybe a sequel to Until Dawn? Eh, maybe. Maybe it doesn't relate to the other movie or other game. Or maybe it does, but like mm. all new characters maybe. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't know. It could be something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep you updated as we know. I heard they are going multi-platinum though. Multi-platform. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So oh, I think yeah. I did hear that today too. So there was a, something. This might be that game. I don't know. Well, Dark... dark what dark trill or dark anthology that one they're coming out with? Dark oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the, the I, I believe that's the multi platform. Okay. Uh, Valve launched a Twitch like service called Steam TV. Oh my god. I didn't even know. This is kind of yeah. having another radar. I can't imagine this is going to gain a lot of traction except for the worst people. It is, but think about the integration <laughs> between the games and Steam like it might be. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I could see where that would... I mean, that would be no different than what Twitch is doing, where they've got their own app where you can, hey, we're giving give you free games that you got to play on the Twitch app and stuff like that. So the integration mm-hmm. could work, but Steam's name right now is kind of muddy. So I don't uh, really see a good streaming platform coming out of there. You know what I mean? So I could be wrong. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm I'm dying with anticipation. For oh to see that to wait and see chaos. Why don't you go stream on there? Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if if it's anything like Mixer, I might just be asked why I'm not playing uh, Fortnite constantly. Oh God, that's that's one of our (laughs) eye rolls around here too. Because when you go looking for news to talk about in the world, and all you see is Fortnite stories, it's like my God, there are other things in the world. 
but every other headline is Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. I know. And, you know, one of the funny things is, you know, like it, it, it's funny that you mentioned my Instagram because I'll put stuff up. And if I put in the tag Twitch streamer or Twitch affiliate, I almost always get a like and a follow from someone who immediately messages on there, hey, I like your stuff, follow me back. And if I look at their site, all it is is pictures of their TV, of them playing Fortnite. And I'm like, <laughs> do people play the other games out there? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's... You know, I know there are people, but apparently most of the ones on uh, on Instagram don't. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, I, I honestly was going to play it at some point, but that was before it blew up, and now yeah. I just don't want to. I was like, nah. Yeah. You should play, you should play know, it one I'm time. I'm one of those people, too, where when it gets, like, crazy pop, or everybody's like, you should play this. I'm like, I... No, I'll play a game when I feel like playing it, and now I don't want to play it because everybody's like, hey, 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 and I'm like, I'm so tired of hearing about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76 is not going to be on Steam. But this is like bumping their chest lately. Yeah, yeah we're going like, to talk about them a little bit later. Yeah, I think so. that's a... Mm-hmm. That, I know that is definitely a sore spot with people because we have enough companies with their own, you know, their own launchers, but... Nobody wants to have 50,000 different launchers for every game they own, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a trailer released for Dead by Daylight showing a new killer in the midst, but still kind of shrouded by mystery. Kind of looks like a character based out of Japanese lore. Ooh. There was a rumor, mm-hmm. and I took this out of the uh, Truth or Trash section because I found out it's untrue, is... There was a rumor floating around it was going to be the killer from The Grudge. I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Uh. <laughs> Which would have been cool. I mean, hell, if you're sitting there trying to repair something and something's coming up behind you. Oh, my God. That sound would yeah. freak me out, dude. God. But no, I don't think it's that. I think it's something else entirely, but there's been a lot of speculation. Uh, PS4 Spider-Man Funko Pop figurine. You could get one? I did not, but this uh, there was one released, or I guess is about to hit store shelves, uh, that was caught in a store, picture taken. It revealed a new costume, which could also be a potential spoiler. Well, before you get into the spoiler, I need to ask you, did you pre-order the game? Yes. Where did you pre-order it? Online. On the PlayStation PS Store? Yes, yes. Do you get the pen? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, oh. I thought you already. I thought that was. I thought that you already had it. I was just making sure. When I got I the seen, pen. He's already got the pen, guys. I got Sorry, the pen. I didn't see the pen. I seen your. I saw it. I was gonna ask about it, but I'm yeah. like, you know, I got the pen. But do do you want to know, or do we want to keep this spoiler free? Well, uh, I don't know. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. When do you get to play it? On the day it comes out. Because well, I get to play it at nine o'clock the day before. Hell, will you? <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I'm going to call and spoil the whole first hour okay. immediately. Well, you can go to hell. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. I, I looked at it because I was curious. I don't feel like it is, well, but I, just say I, it. I can understand. Well, I don't want to I don't want to ruin well, it. Well, say everybody. spoilers and then say okay. it and it's okay. Spoilers and then fast forward two minutes ahead and go. It's a negative zone Spider-Man suit, and that led people to say, "Oh, Mister Negative, Negative Zone," <gasps> and he already but in it. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean anything. You already know he's in it. <laughs> yeah. Be- well, I, I guess because there's some correlation between that, 
But they could, I mean, Funko Pops are, have been misleading before. We thought we were going to get the Grey Hulk and the Avengers, and that didn't happen. Nope. So <laughs> I'm not going to always look at a Funko Pop and say, spoilers, that's it. We don't know. It could just be some variant for that because it's Mr. Negative. Negative zone. So we'll see. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance games were delisted on every platform, which disappointed me because I was going to rebuy those, and now I can't. I'm glad you can't. Oh. I kind of liked them. I mean, I played them on the Wii, and uh, they were all right. It's been a while, mm-hmm. though. Maybe they've aged poorly. I don't know. I'll never know now. They're delisted. Mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz, who is uh, on Parks and Rec... He was also a voice on DuckTales. I think he does one of the nephews. I can't remember which. Uh, He is going to voice Sonic the Hedgehog in the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, there is. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But that's not all. What? That's not all. Tell me more. Dr. Robotnik will be in the movie, obviously. He will be live action, and he will be portrayed... By one Mr. Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so uh, that should be interesting. So I wonder how they're going to mm. make him look. Are they going to put him in Body a... Bodysuit, I'm sure. They got to. Because think about it. Probably. Take a look at the way Robotnik is designed. He's that this big, rotund person, but he's got these little stick legs. So all you got to do is put yeah. him in a fat suit, and then boom. You got it. A little prosthetics on the figure, face. Because I don't think they're going to make him look like just a regular, like large person he's gonna have his weird body shape yeah. uh, they're gonna find some way to work it on sure on they're, no, they're, they're gonna have it. jim carrey look normal i promise <laughs> that, <laughs> would be, that would be so disappointing i know but they're gonna do that he's gonna have a funny hat mm. now while we're also talking about movies and video games paramount pictures is a, reportedly making a film based on the game monument valley don't know why, but okay, sure. I don't even know what that is. I think I played it on yeah, mobile. I, didn't either. <laughs> I, I think I played it. A, it was on a mobile game, and it was it was actually pretty fun. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel like there was a story <laughs> worth <laughs> delving into. So they announced this. This is like we should know who this is. Yeah, we're going with Monument Valley. Yeah, love it. Well, hey, Fox is apparently working on a TV show based on the recent game Vampire or Vampire. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. However, you pronounce vampires are popular. You know, okay, I, I could I could see that though at least because that you know a lot of the newer games are very story driven to begin mm-hmm. with. So I, you know, if they have the right people and the right energy, I could see them doing that. But it's just Fox has a track record of uh, dragging things through the mud. Well, it's funny too because should Fox actually be trying to push forward into new projects right now <laughs> since they got bought out? <laughs> just saying. I mean, well, did they buy that part or did they? Did they I buy everything, like, or did they just buy the movie division? From what I heard, they actually got a lot of their television assets, but that said, and this could, this may be where it's a little muddy in the rights department, I heard that Fox was trying to struggle to retain the rights to The Simpsons. Like everything else, they don't care, but that gold mine they want to keep. Which, I, I mean, that's understandable. But I don't know how that went down. I don't know if they... they work that deal out or whatever, but that was the last I heard. What about FX? Did they lose FX? I feel like maybe that was under the, the umbrella. I know their their sports channels weren't because Disney already has ESPN. And Fox News. And Fox News wasn't part of it. 
it was a lot of just the television and movie categories is where they took a lot of assets. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's we'll we'll figure it out eventually once it goes through and it's finalized and we start seeing X Men and Avengers and you know. Yeah, that's all I care about. I don't really give a yeah. damn about the rest of it. Well, as long as they don't mess up, uh, my, the minds getting ready to come out. The you know, kind of son of yeah, anarchy spin spin off. But it could be too graphic for Disney audiences. That's what I'm saying. As long as they didn't get that, <laughs> I don't want them to get that one. Just leave it on FX. They did fine with it. Uh, a few more interesting little TV and movie things. We had uh, apparently Master Chief is going to play a role in the Showtime Halo series that I didn't realize they were going forward with. No, I didn't either. But they are. Why don't they let that poor man die? They're not going to. He's a gold mine too. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And this this actually, I don't really know how I feel about it as of yet, but, I mean, I'm open to the idea. Apparently, uh, actor Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, and he was also in Mission Impossible 6, mm-hmm. uh, he wants to play Geralt in the Witcher series. Do you think he could do that? I think he could have a look, but I, me personally, I feel like it needs to go to someone with a little bit more age to him. Yeah. Because true, Geralt's true. just kind of got a more rugged look to him, and I guess he could do rugged, but I got I it. Just I don't I don't feel like he'd fit it a hundred percent. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Nicholas Cage as girl. He's <laughs> me. Siri, where's Siri? Oh my God, no. <laughs> the sequel to Snake Eyes. And he'd do it too. Oh yeah, he'd do it. He'd be like, and hey man, we'll give you five dollars if you play. Geralt in this Witcher. You throw in a McDonald's Happy Meal and I'm in. I'll do everything you want. Uh, And lastly, uh, Hideo Kojima apparently required the cast of Death Stranding to watch Twin Peaks. Which, as weird as that game is, just from what I've seen from trailers, I could see that. Yep. Yep. I've heard that show. He could have him do just about anything and it wouldn't really be strange. Mm Mm-mm. The man is an auteur. <laughs> All right. Since we were talking about Bethesda, let's talk about Bethesda. Again? Yeah. This is a story that happened uh, during our break, but I felt it was worth talking about because the controversy uh, they found themselves in is probably still prevalent. They prevented the resale of an unopened copy of The Evil Within 2 on Amazon. According to the story, Bethesda took issue with the seller listing the game as new, even though it was clearly unopened. So, technically new. Mm -hmm. Now, the seller took it down, but he argued that he had the right to resell the game. But Bethesda countered that as a resell, the game will have no warranty as a new game because it's like new. It's previously owned. Well, then change it to like new and sell it. You know what I mean? I, you you think it would be that easy. But anyway, they said that since it will not have this new warranty that would come with a new game, it would make mm-hmm. the game materially different from a genuine product, thereby should not be classified as new. Not <laughs> only that, but Bethesda demanded the seller take down his entire Amazon marketplace or else he would face legal action. Wow. Yeah. Well. Now, the Bethesda's response actually raised a lot of eyebrows because if this is their stance wholeheartedly, then this calls into question the resale of games in general. Because what's the mm-hmm. difference of what this guy's doing versus an entity like GameStop? 
Right. I mean, are they any different as they list games like new or previously owned? I mean, what's what's the difference? I don't know. Like, I would just change the damn thing to like new or just good shape or some shit and yeah. sell it. You know, like, their argument is stupid. Yeah, they, there's no validity to it, even though... Now, the, the seller did say that he understood certain talking points that they had, but at the same time, he's like, but there's a lot of bullshit in your argument, too. It's like, I understand where you're coming from, but eh. That's like Chevy keeping you from selling your car. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, I drove it, you know, 100 miles, I'm done with it. It's essentially like new. But again, this hadn't even been opened. Right. So it was new. It just happened to pass from hand to hand from a store to a person. Right. I don't know. I, I think they're going to shoot themselves, or they're shooting themselves in the foot as we speak. And we'll see if people continue to support them. They're going the EA route and they're going to keep doing crazy Well, they're also, I don't know if, you know, you heard about the um, crossplay thing, right? From, nope. Okay, so they said that with the PS5 and stuff like that, if Sony doesn't allow crossplay, that it might not be on their console. I mean, if they want to do that, I mean, I they just, are the big seller right now. It's so, just, I don't think. I mean, wanna... but but again, that's that's that kind of stuff I'm talking about. They'll shoot themselves in the foot yeah. once they realize they're not making the profits they want. Right. So mm-hmm. let them do it. Uh, another interesting story that came up during the break was uh, surrounding the country of Germany, where the German Games Industry Association carefully considered, or possibly still is considering. Uh, removing a ban of swastikas and other Nazi imagery from video games. Games such as Wolfenstein 2 had all of the Nazi imagery removed upon the game's release in the country, but now these images are being or may be reinstated as the managing director director of the association. I'm struggling with my words today. Said in a statement, <laughs> in a very vague nutshell, he voices a concern about tendencies toward all forms of discrimination ensures that they are committed to an open society and believes that video games handle these sensitive topics like Nazi Germany in a very responsible way that encourages reflection and sparks contemplation to gamers. So their direction is something I'd love to see others take note of since sweeping bad deeds under the rug seems to happen all the time and doesn't make them go away. They know everybody wants to kill Nazis. Yeah, I mean... Everybody. But, I mean, take a look at other things that we've seen in the past with cartoons, where you've had Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry. They've been edited for television because, like, we don't talk about this. That didn't show Looney Tunes anymore. I understand that there were a lot of racist things kind of portrayed in those cartoons, but by hiding them doesn't mean they didn't happen. Yeah, little kids ain't going to pick up on that stuff anyway. But, But I understand that if you want to be a little bit more sensitive to it. But I think it's it's at least good to have them out there because if you get a lot of the collections, they'll have them out there. And they even put disclaimers mm-hmm. like, you know, these are presented as they were. They contain this. It's wrong then. It's wrong today. But we want you to have the complete collection, you know, as it was intended to be seen. And that again, like what they're saying, it gives you reflection. You can watch it and not be like, oh, man, that's, that's some great racist stuff right there. You can be like, ah, yeah, and just move on, you know? Yeah. You, you look at it. You accept what it was. You don't turn it into anything bigger. You just you have a reflection about it. You can talk to your kids about it if you're watching cartoons with them. You know what I mean? 
say, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of wrong. Don't don't do that. So I, yeah. I get where they're going. I think it's a good idea. All right, guys, are you ready for some truth or trash? Always. Chaos. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> do you, Do you know what truth or trash is? Uh, actually, well, this is the first time I've been uh, a part of it. So if you why don't you uh, let me know what's going on? All right. Well, what we do is this is our rumor section. I'm going to give you an item, a headline, and you have to tell me whether you believe it is truth or trash. Okay. Hi. First thing, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy has been delayed to ensure that all three games have been put on the disc. Truth. I think that I, that does sound like truth. Yeah, right. yeah I, I would agree because that was horseshit. They got slammed. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. Capcom is working on a special edition of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite called the Uncanny Edition, said to include X-Men characters that were missing from the game. Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. Oh, man. That is a tough one because... I mean, I could see them doing it, because Marvel vs. Capcom does net them quite a bit, you know. Even people still play the original one, because mm-hmm. it's it's a classic, you know. But, oh, man. See, I'm leaning towards uh, trash. Okay. I actually know, I don't know, I kind of feel trash, but there could be truth to it, too, because they really, I feel like they didn't make what they thought they were going to make out of this game. Mm-hmm. And, and Wolverine was always a popular character right. in those games, and I'm surprised he wasn't mm-hmm. in it. So that's, I'm wondering, like, the trash part of me thinks they're not going to waste any more money on it. But the truth part makes me think this is how we could recoup our money, but it could also piss a lot of people off because why wasn't they in the game to give why not Why not just release them as DLC? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, all right, so. so yeah, I think I, I go probably trash on that one, but okay. they might do something similar, but not that specific thing. Gotcha. Next item, Dark Souls 2 is coming to the Switch. Oh, shit. That'll run like ass on there. <laughs> I'm going to say truth. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm going to say truth because I think they probably would. They'd probably just downsample it or something to try to get it to run mm-hmm. smoother or have it set at like an FPS limit because I know a lot of things do that when you know it can't run at full capacity. Sure. So. Okay. Next item. Assassin's Creed Odyssey will have future DLC that takes place in... Atlantis. Oh, God, please be... What? (laughs) (laughs) Is it Atlantis before it sank? I don't know. Just Atlantis. You can be above or below water. Take your pick. I'm going to say truth, and it's going to be before it sank, and you're going to find out how it sank. Okay. It it sounds so ridiculous, but I'd probably go with truth, too, because they've done lots of things with the Assassin's Creed series. And then they're going to tie it in with Aquaman. I don't know. And finally, there's a new Evil Dead or Evil Dead game. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. There's a new Evil Dead game on the horizon, and it will feature the cast of Ash versus Evil Dead, including Bruce Campbell. Lacia is going to trip. I bet she's straight. You game. know what? No, I, I'd say that's. I'd say truth to that. I hope it's truth. See, Especially I'm, with I a would... lot of the newer stuff, they try to incorporate things that have you know that happened in series and all that. So. I mean, I would be on the cusp of saying trash for this one simply because, as much as I would love to see it, the man said he was done with the character. I know this is not playing him physically, but mm-hmm. you're essentially saying, I'm coming out of retirement. 
to play this character in another form. Hypothetically. Exactly. It's another form. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> that was it. Now let's get on to some weird news. Weird news. Got two items. Is there, Does it involve sex? No. Uh, no. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one is there was a uh, California congressman by the name of Duncan Hunter who was recently charged with violations regarding his campaign finances when it was discovered that $1,528.68 of a quarter of a million dollars of his finances were misused and they were that money was spent on Steam games. Okay, now... I say that's misuse. Per se. per se. I mean, maybe he needed those games to advance his cause. Well, let, let me give you the, the breakdown of how this all came about. Now, there were numerous other charges attached to this. So, I mean, he's, oh. he's in really hot water. But because, <laughs> because he was a crooked bastard, the Steam purchases are what got him busted overall. Now, in fact, back in April of 2016... Some of these purchases were questioned by the Federal Election Commission, which he deflected by throwing his own son under the bus by saying they were from him playing one singular game. And I would imagine, hey, that could have been Fortnite, but Fortnite wasn't really out then. (laughs) So more purchases were then made in October and December that same year, which he still denied doing and even blamed the security access of his computer. That somebody was hacking in and just like buying stuff, and then said, "Oh, we used the wrong credit card, and oh, I was supposed to be on this one." And he gave a lot of excuses, but turns out, fifteen hundred dollars on Steam games. You know, it was the interns. Yeah. So he's probably going to jail for a while. That's crazy. Andy. And he has. They have to pay back the money that was misused. So uh, that's that's one of the many many uh, backlashes he's getting from that. Okay. Next weird news, and what wouldn't you know it? It's it's featuring our favorite person in the world in the weird news category, everyone's favorite big little brother Luigi. Can okay. you imagine why I we're talking about I, him? I can't wait to hear. Is he, did he pull his pecker? <laughs> no, because uh, during a trailer for the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate that introduced Simon and Richter Belmont, Luigi mm-hmm. was seemingly killed. Seemingly is the key word here by a Reaper. Then he was seen at the end as a ghost hovering over his body. So naturally, the internet flipped out and said, I can't believe Nintendo killed Luigi. Oh my God. <laughs> they kill him every time he falls in a hole. And Nintendo was like, he's not dead. And they're like, but you killed him. It's right there. He's got three men. He's got three lives. Okay, now it's time for our next new favorite feature. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I would buy that for a dollar. Chaos, are you aware of how this works? I'll give you a rundown. All right. I'm going to give you some items. Uh, I'm going to explain them to you. I'm essentially going to sell you this item, and I want to know if you want to buy it once I'm done. Okay. And I even I even flashed these up a little bit, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my salesman voice. Let's do it. All right. Now we all love retro gaming around here, right? Wait, wait, wait. Do it like Robin Leach. He passed away today. I'm not going to do that. Why? It's in honor of Robin Leach. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do my voice that I was doing and you just ruined. Sorry, I just thought that was a good idea. (sighs) Sorry. God damn it. I'm so sorry. Do you love retro gaming? Does everybody love retro gaming? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So 
When you can get your hands on a truly retro experience, we like to dive in head first. So with that said, I present to you the most retro of all retro consoles, the 64 Mini. An officially licensed half-scale replica of the Commodore 64. Sold. Featuring, <laughs> featuring an HD output via HDMI, classic joystick, and 64 games pre-installed and ready to play, complete with save and replay functions. Not only that, but the console allows for software updates via USB flash drive, and those USB ports can be used to hook up a second joystick for some two-player action, or even impress your friends and use the console as a keyboard for your PC. How about that? But with all of the games, that you remember, like California Games, Breakdance, Tower Toppler, Street Sports, Jumpman, which sounds like a lawsuit. I remember that. <laughs> Ranarama, Sword of Fargo, and Nobby the Aardvark. No, I don't know. This amazing, like <laughs> this amazing collection will be available for purchase on October 9th. Hey, that's my birthday. And is selling... For the amazing retail price of $69.99. You know? Do you know? Okay, do I have to do I have to go the price? Yeah, what, what what price would you pay for this? That? Oh, I don't even remember how much like the NES mini and stuff were, but like $39.99? No, you will pay the amazing retail price of $79.99. It's close. Oh. So do you want it? I, I wanna know what games are on it. Like, do you have those, those are the, the few of the games, and then there were other games on there. You have to go on their website and look it up. Is Ghostbusters gonna... on there? No. I'm not buying well, it. Well, no, is O'Reilly's Mine on there? Hmm. Possibly. So that many it. games, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's like 64 a... games. That's like a buck a game. I would, is, a gold, is Gold Grabber on there? That's like a little bit over a dollar per game, really. So that, but but you, you, know, you get a keyboard. I, I probably would. You get a keyboard and a joystick. I'm probably in. I had a Commodore 64. Okay. Well, there you go. Good. Yay. I sold you a Commodore. When's it? You say October, October 9th. October 9th. It's no. your birthday. It's my birthday. All right. Here's the, here's the other one. Here's the next one. Are you ready for this I'm one? I'm ready. I'm Are a, you I'm, ready for this one? It can't be expensive. I already spent ready. $69. You got me hyped already All now, right, now with my, my purchase previously. With the Resident Evil 2 remake on the horizon, obviously there are going to be some special editions, right? Mm-hmm. Now we've got a U.S. version that has been mentioned that comes with a gorgeous, well-crafted statue of Leon, the game's protagonist for the uninitiated. However, I argue that this version is the inferior version as a much grander version exists. I like how you said that. Okay. Sure, you get some of the same things and a few other additions like costumes and guns, but may I interest you in the premium edition? Not only do you get that amazing statuette that I previously mentioned, but you will also receive a poster of the Raccoon City Police Station, or one scene in the station, I am not 100% clear, a code for future DLC to be released in the game, an art book and soundtrack CD, and the proverbial cherry on top, a Bluetooth keyboard designed to resemble the vintage typewriter seen within the game that even come with four typewriter ink ribbons, which are in fact specially designed rolls of masking tape. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. What the hell am I going to do with a typewriter that may or may not be an actual typewriter that comes with ink ribbons that are not ink ribbons? But I say, why put yourself in that position? Since the U.S. is not privy enough to ask this question, you can only find this particular edition in Japan. But if this is a must-own, and let's face it, it should be, then head over to your nearest importer and drop about how much? Oh, shit. I know I heard of this one. I can't remember the exact price. I know it's a lot. $129.99? You're going to have a lot of saving to do. Uh, I'd say uh, $300. You will be dropping about 100,000 yen, which is about $900 U.S. damn. No, thank you. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. How many of these are they going to make? Like 10? It doesn't seem like they'd make too many. Probably not. They didn't specify, but hey, it's limited edition. It's premium. Man. You gotta pay top dollar for premium. How much is for the just the statue? That'd probably be the hundred and twenty nine dollar. But you get yeah, a typewriter, that's man. What I figured. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Hell no. Oh, crap. What are you doing? You got crunch. Grip. I, I thirsty. Your grip was too. Uh, it was too strong. It's, it's terrible. All right. Release dates. I'm ready for some release dates. Always. There's a lot of games this week. Uh, yeah, not really. So, release date subject change. Don't forget that. On August 27th, we got Strange Brigade on the Xbox One. Then on August 28th, we have Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch. Fire Pro Wrestling World for PS4. Victor Vran Overkill Edition for the Nintendo Switch. Strange Brigade for PS4 and PC. Deblob 2 for Nintendo Switch. Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 for Xbox One and PC. Little Dragon's Cafe for PS4. That actually looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Blade, String- or Blade Strangers for PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Firewall Zero Hour for PS4. Donut County for PS4 and Woo-hoo! PC. I can't wait. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 for PS4. And Rocket League Ultimate Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. On August 29th, we have Two Point Hospital for PC and Green Hell for PC. August 30th, we have The Video Kid for Nintendo Switch. And then on August 31st, Naruto to Baruto Shinobi Striker for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition for PS4 and Xbox One. And NBA 2K19 The Prelude for PS4 and Xbox One. The Prelude. Oh, the Prelude. Another one? I guess. Who knows? <laughs> I don't really keep up with the NBA stuff. All right, now I, it's uh, time pretty bad at that. for our next favorite segment. What the hell did you just say? So, Chaos, this is how this works. I'm going to give you the name of a PC game that's coming out, and I'm going to go back and forth, and you have to tell me what that PC game is. Okay, so I'll give it one to you, then I'm going to give one to Todd, then I'll go back to you, and just back and forth between the two of you, all right? So we'll start with you. Okay, Chaos, tell me what One Night Hot Springs is. Oh, that sounds like one of those kind of low-quality dating simulators that you'd find on there by a a questionable um, producer that has their own site to unlock uh, special DLC. (laughs) Todd? Salty Seabird Bay. 
It is a point-and-click adventure, and you play a seagull, and that that is all I'm going to say about that. That's it. That's it. You just you just try to say what's the name of it again? Salty Seabird Bay. Yeah, like he's real pissed because he can't. You're trying to get French fries. Okay. You know, they always want to eat French fries, and you're right there in the bay, and there's this restaurant, and he's just pretty pissed off because he gets mad. And when he he'll he'll rage quit. That's when you lose. Okay. Next. Uh, chaos. One mm-hmm. dimensional desperado. That sounds like some kind of like it would be like an eight bit um, side scrolling like shooter type game. Honestly, maybe maybe you're constantly running and having to shoot things as you're going. Okay. Todd. Regular human basketball. Oh, Jesus, it's gonna just re- literally be all white dudes <laughs> that can't jump or shoot, but you have to figure out how how to get them to win the basketball game. Okay, it's just double dribble all over again. Double dribble. <laughs> Chaos, hazmat hijinks. Oh, uh, I I would have to say that sounds like. Um, Sounds like it would be like one of the Vicero cleanup type games, mm-hmm. except instead of cleaning up bits of like people, you're basically going around and trying to clean up lots of radioactive mess and everything. Fair enough. Uh, Todd, Russian subway dogs. <laughs> oh my god, Russian subway dogs. It's a subway runner with dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And they're in Russia. Okay. Uh, chaos. Hungry Piggy Donuts Mania. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. So this one, it, it sounds like it's like one of those phone games where maybe you've got your, your pig like at the bottom of the screen and you use your finger to kind of go left and right and you're trying <laughs> to catch donuts and maybe not catch like spiky things or bombs or something. It, it just sounds like something really cutesy. Honestly. Fair enough. Todd, dab woman when the dab isn't sexist. Oh, my God. Dab woman when the dab isn't sexist. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's a hard one. It's uh, a dance rhythm game. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just pretty much dab the whole time. You got to you got to work dabs in to the, the dance. I don't know. I mean, if that, that's that's good. Chaos, banana girl. Wait, what was that? Banana girl. Bana- banana girl. Okay, that okay. So what this is gonna be is it's one of those um, one of those moe type games where it's like. Uh, a, a puzzle slider thing where you're slowly uncovering girls in various fruit outfits. Okay. <laughs> Todd, big dick. Oh my God, big dick! It's about this big. Uh, oh, big dick. Oh, it's a de- it's a detective crime game. There you go. Good. L.A. Noir style. <laughs> Chaos. Basketball hoop. Basketball hoop. That's these names are so simple. Okay, so this one, 
All you're doing is, if you guys think back to like Final Fantasy VII when you're playing that weird little basketball game where you have to hold the button a certain amount of time to get in the hoop, it's like mm-hmm. that, but just like on Steam for like 99 cents. <laughs> All right. Todd. <laughs> Again? It's the sequel to what? <laughs> Chaos. Peter World. <laughs> Oh. Well, this one sounds like it's some kind of strange little uh, platformer, you know, kind of like like set back in seventies, very psychedelic and kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Todd, ducks and goobers. <laughs> ducks and goobers. Mm-hmm. It's a hmm, eight bit. Okay. Bomberman style game and your ducks. That's okay. what I'm going with. Chaos. Mmm cake. <laughs> That's a tough one. Mmm cake is where you are feeding um, your your wife, but she wants very specific cakes that you have to build on an assembly line. And if you build them wrong, she gets mad. And you can only mess up three times, and then it's game over. And when you get it right, she goes, mmm, Kate. <laughs> Todd. Trumpy wall. It's, it's Donald Trump has to raise money to build his wall. Okay. Simple enough. Yeah. It's made by Tiny Builder. <laughs> and... Chaos. You got the last one here. Poverty is a choice. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so poverty is a choice is one of those, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever played like Adventure Capitalist or you've heard of it before. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's what you'd call like an, an idle game where you just, you start something up or you start by clicking and then you like hire people to make more money. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like that. Where you're basically just trying to make as much money as possible, but you start off like just being broke and having to flip burgers. <laughs> and you can choose to be in poverty and just flip burgers, or you can become a capitalist. There you go. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy diamonds to increase your output of money for the low price of five ninety nine. Yeah, you yeah. get thirty diamonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was our uh, wonderful little segment. I like that. Of what the hell did you just say? I did better this time than I did last time. <laughs> you did. You did. You did pretty good. I've been practicing. All right, now it's time for our game review. This is actually a new game, but it's technically could be considered a retro review. Well, just tell me the game because you haven't told me. You wouldn't tell me what it was. Well, I'm gonna. I'm, you wanna, know how I do this. I know. You know how I do this. 50 episodes, you know how I do this. Buddy. I know, but I, you know how I do. I always say this. Well, let me just get into it, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. So, it has been well established on the show that we love looking back on old video games. We also strive to review newer games as well, something that we hope to do more in the future. Today, I not only get to review a newer game, but also get to talk about older ones. Of course... To do so, I must be reviewing a collection of sorts, and this would be the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. <laughs> Good choice. Now, as we can see, I know the, the listeners at home cannot see, but I see Mega Man all around chaos, and I love it. I love it. In fact, my <laughs> avatar for the show is a Mega Man avatar. Yep. So, uh, see, my love is just so deep. 
Now, my love for Mega Man should be clear, considering the music that you hear on the show every week. And upon hearing that this collection was finally getting released alongside a companion collection, I was ecstatic. As a kid at the ripe old age of 13, Mega Man X was one of the most challenging games I had ever played on the Super Nintendo. When it was reissued on the Wii's Virtual Console, I nabbed it along with Mega Man X2 without hesitation and found that my years as a gamer must have finally paid off as I was able to play through them with little difficulty. Now, I don't know if this was true at all, but I'm beginning to feel like the Wii versions had their difficulty level levels tempered down because the Legacy Collection versions contain the soul-crushing difficulty I remember in my youth. Now, beginning with Mega Man X and being thoroughly slapped around made me feel as though I was losing my touch. Was I delusional in thinking that the first two were easy as I thought they were a few years back? As the game progresses and you are able to collect enough heart tanks, sub tanks, and upgrades, the difficulty does begin to drop a little bit, which is nice, but in a way it feels like you've worked hard to earn the easy life. Now that said, the game still has a way to ramp up the difficulty and test your skills. Mega Man X2 is no different and actually threw me a bit of a curveball when I started playing it, so much so that I actually had to restart three bosses in, <laughs> but I eventually got it sorted out and got through the game. Now, the last two games in the series were a bit unknown to me. Mega Man X3 came out late in the life cycle of the Super NES, and it was actually the last Mega Man X game on that platform. I genuinely don't remember getting a chance to play it, though I'm pretty sure I gave it a try on an emulator a few years back. Now, my lack of knowledge towards X3 led me into a game with no real expectations other than it being fairly similar to the first two. This was true in the sense of looks and graphics, or, and, and even gameplay mechanics, but there was an option to swap to zero, which kind of seemed hidden to me. Plus, the difficulty level of this game was insane, okay? So much so that I had to dig up as many heart tanks and sub tanks as I could before I could even defeat one Maverick. Once I received my first Maverick weapon, the bosses became a piece of cake, as they always do. I thought I was on my way to beating this game like the first two, then I had to fight the final boss. I have no idea what these game designers were thinking, but they must have thought they made it through the first two final bosses, and, and they, they were so easy, so we gotta ramp this up a little bit more so it's not easy. Because I died so many times that I honestly considered turning this game onto rookie mode just to beat it. I would have done that. I was so close, but I didn't. I persisted and I finished the game properly. Now, while we're on the subject, let's talk game features. I just mentioned a rookie mode, which is basically turns on easy, and when I say easy, I mean it. It's damn near impossible to die. You, you get as many lives as you can possibly muster. It's, it's easy. You're gonna get through the game, no problem. In fact, easy mode is actually, or rookie mode, is a great way to go back and clean up trophies. So if you, the only, uh, trophy or stipulations you have is you have to beat the games on normal. But beyond that, you can get everything else in easy mode, which helps for cleanup or a lot faster. So you don't have to worry about spending time doing it again. Uh, you can actually adjust the screen perspective to be the original 4-3 ratio or a wide stretch screen, which actually looks kind of terrible in my opinion. 
If you leave the uh, game at the original ratio, you actually get wallpapers on the sides that you can preset and you can actually earn some through little hidden secrets in the game. There are also a few filters that give the game either a more refined, polished look, which you kind of start off with, which I actually preferred, or you can go to a more pixelated retro feel, which you never realize how dated they look until you turn them on. It's like, wow, it's what it really looked like. Because it looks so great when you turn it on. I remember it, yeah. Uh, the collection wouldn't be complete without a few numerous pieces of artwork to look through for each game, as well as a music player so you can enjoy your favorite tunes from each Mega Man game. Mega Man games are well regarded for their music, with Mega Man 2 on the NES probably being the most covered video game soundtrack in history. I would almost bet that. I'd put money down. Mm -hmm. There's also an X-Challenge mode, which you are pitted against six different Mavericks from what seemed to be the first six games, and then you must fight them two at a time. You were given a choice of weapons to go into battle, but the choices are permanent throughout, so you have to choose wisely. It's a fun little bonus that tests your skills in a boss rush mode. Now back to the games, Mega Man X4 was the first game in the series to transition onto a new platform. It was originally released on the PS1 where the series remained until the arrival of the PS2. The look of the game was noticeably different with, uh, as was the feel of the controls. The game also added fully animated cutscenes which enhance and deepen the story, something it actually did for Mega Man 8 when it transitioned to the PS1 as well. There are a few welcome additions to the series, however the voice acting contained leaves something to be desired. What was it about that time period where they couldn't do voice acting for anything? I mean, it was just terrible. People just phoned it in. Like there was this one cutscene with Zero is like, what is happening to me? You know, I think it's because, honestly, like, granted, yes, there was voice acting in the PS1, and in some cases, the voice acting in the PS1 was superior to some of the stuff in the PS2, but I, I think sometimes they were just getting ready, they really wanted to get this game out, so they're like, you know what, let's get these people together, let's do this thing, that sounds good enough, let's go. Yeah, I would believe that, 100%. <laughs> Now, the difficulty level in Mega Man X4 seemed a little easier than X3, but that was after becoming acclimated to the feel of this newly designed game. One feature I did like in this game was the ability to remap the dash button to L2, because for me, that gave me a little bit more flexibility, not just with movements, but attacks as well. Some of, or, however, some of the other controls kind of feel stiff at times, as though they were not as responsive as the Super Nintendo entries. This entry also allowed you to play a Zero and actually gave him his own story arc with major revelations. Have either of you seen? Do you know? No. All right, yeah. spoilers for anybody who doesn't know, because I didn't know this. He was created by Dr. Wiley. My mind was like, what? <laughs> I'm serious, because that's how much of a nerd I am. Uh, Non-spoilers. All right. Uh, <laughs> As a fan of Mega Man, getting this collection was a no-brainer, especially if you've never had the chance to play certain entries of the series. Even though the difficulty felt crushing at times, I went in expecting that very thing. This is an old-school platforming game at its finest, and sometimes that means overcoming some bullshit that's get thrown at you. But if you like to call yourself a true gamer and want a real challenge, then I would uh, push this game in your direction and allow it to test the limits of your skills and patience. That would kill me. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, there was there was some tough going there. It was like I'm not gonna get through this. No. I did it. I all did the it. all the Mega Man Mega Man games are. But I like love that. them. I don't know oh, why. Oh yeah, I love them too. But they're all they, they hard. They do. They get rough. And see, I still have not played five, six, seven, and eight in that collection. I've got it. I just haven't got around to playing it. So I've never played those. So that they'll be brand new to me. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to those, and maybe we'll do a review of those as well. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But that's our show. So, Good uh, job. First thank show you. back? Yeah, first show back. Thank you to all of our listeners who come back every week and support our show. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pencilandpaperproductions or pencilandpaperproductions.podbean.com and click become a patron in the top right-hand corner. Also, if you have a topic you'd like to discuss with us, something you want to share, you just want to say hi, you can hit us up on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash or drop us a line at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. Listen to this and other shows like Fandom Ultra 2000 on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I am Todd Stark. Chaos, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, yeah, I'm, my, if you look up Chaos Hand on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, you'll you'll find me. And I'm on Twitch.tv backslash Chaos Hand 56. If you want to check me out, I'm actually going to be on later on, and then we'll see how everything goes and whether I die a lot or not. <laughs> Links will be in the descriptions down below. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.